we're continuing today to hear the story of Michelle Lee as she discusses the prize that she is reaching for and her relationship with Jesus Christ as she went through breast cancer recovery and has gone through life on the other side. Thanks for joining us today and please enjoy and be blessed by hearing Michelle's story. Here is your gold ribbon. Here is your gold medal, your blue ribbon. Yeah. And a lot of healing happened internally in that very, very moment. And life is good. I, I know how to give things over to God. I know how to trust him. I know because I have this deeper relationship with God after going through cancer mm-hmm. um, that I, I don't have to worry anymore. I, yeah. That doesn't mean that I don't get concerned, but I don't fret mm-hmm. in worry. You don't let it consume you. I yeah. do not let it consume me. You know, yeah. I still, uh, you know, after going through all of my treatments and so forth, I think you'll remember I, I had to go to the emergency room with a kidney stone and mm-hmm. the doctor came back and said, Oh, it looks like you've got a cyst on the inside of your left ovary. Um, I don't have ovaries. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, those, there's an issue here. There is an issue. And I mm-hmm. argued with the doctor about it. After I left the emergency room, I called my doctor and said, um, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. yeah, what you know, and he's like, I took those out. I'm looking at your pathology report, and I said, Yeah, I know. I remember the bruising. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I I was there. I remember, you know, this happening. And so we were just like, Okay, well, we'll wait. You know, let's wait a couple of months, recheck, see what's going on. But in between, I I had a appointment with my oncologist, and I mentioned it. And she was like, well, let's just check your estrogen levels. Let's just be sure. Yeah. See what's going on. <laughs> well, I was producing estrogen and mm. should have been very, right. yeah, and should not have been because huh, I had gone didn't through have ovaries, mm-hmm. didn't have ovaries and mm-hmm. had gone through a medical menopause. Mm-hmm. So there was no reason. And I was taking a hormone suppressor. Sure enough producing estrogen I had regrown an, an ovary wow it's I've never a, heard of that before I hadn't either and mm-hmm. it's called ovarian remnant syndrome hmm. uh, I was the first person patient of my oncologist to ever have that happen hmm. um, so it quickly became we got to get this out of there yeah so I had surgery again to get that what turned out to be a full-size ovary. I had regrown a full-size ovary. Wow. Out of there and got to go through menopause again. Joy. It isn't enough to go through it once, but. Once, but twice. Yeah. Yeah. But well, let, mm-hmm. I'm still here. Yep. Well, let me ask you what, um, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll hear somebody say, um, 
you know, I'm really glad I went through that situation as difficult as it was because do you have a, because, you know, where, yes. although it was very hard in looking back, yes, there was a blessing. Okay. Yes. Share about that. Absolutely. Um, I learned a lot about myself. So I'm glad I went through that because I learned a lot about myself. I'm glad I went through that because I learned who my friends are. Oh, amen. Who my friends really are. Yeah. Uh, You know, my best friend of 20 some odd years walked out on me. I still don't know why. Yeah, that's, but that's crazy. Cause I, I mean, I've known you for quite a few years and um and you guys were best friends for as long as I'd known yeah and it turns Mm -hmm. out that didn't really miss her yeah so and you know God removes people mm -hmm. from our lives and brings people in our lives as um as we need and as sometimes we rely too much on something yes and God will God can and sometimes will remove it yes and sometimes yes. it's people. That's right. Yeah. And but so yes. that, that can be dangerous if we rely too much on, you know, a spouse or kid, you know, because God's got to be first in our life. Absolutely. And if we put something else in place of that, he, he you know, that's a call to, okay, God, you know, this is more important than you. Mm-hmm. And he might just remove them. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it you know it's irrelevant now because whatever it turns out I didn't mm-hmm. I don't miss her like I would have expected her mm-hmm. you know to miss her but you know during that time in the first days following my mastectomy you know I had drain tubes and I know mm-hmm. Doug has them now too and mm-hmm. they are quite pleasant not <laughs> <laughs> You know, and the I had four, and the placement of them kept me from being able to use my arms for about five mm-hmm. days, which mm-hmm. meant I couldn't take a shower by myself. I couldn't bathe using myself. the restroom. Was, I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. somebody had to had take to care be, of you. Had to take take care of me, and you know that was Pat, and I knew he loved me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we had years and years before gone through, um, a very difficult time and had a come to Jesus meeting, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to stay together? Are we going to get divorced? Whatever. Well, obviously we're still together, but mm-hmm. I remember in those days when he would wrap me tight in a trash bag and, cover my drain tubes and make sure my incisions were covered and would stand there and bathe me in the shower. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember, you know, one time he said, okay, put your foot up so he could, you know, wash the bottom of my feet and stuff. And I I remember just standing there crying at how beautiful that was. And I was reminded of John the Baptist Mm -hmm. washing you know, washing the feet and just, so I'm glad I went through that because I learned just how much he loves me. Yeah. Well, and you know, 
um, there is no greater love than that sacrificial kind of love mm-hmm. um, where you give up some of yourself, your dignity, whatever it might be yeah. to um, comfort, whatever it is to show how much you love another. Yes. And um, yeah. And you know, when, when Christ actually was washing the feet of the disciples um, and they were like, why, why would you do this? Cause this is a job for a servant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he, he said, um, you know, if, if you won't let me do this, then you aren't part of me. And Peter, you know, impetuous Peter, you know, says, well, then bathe my head and the rest of me too. And he goes, you know, and he's like, because he, he so wanted that relationship, whatever it was Jesus had to offer. Right. And, you know, that is what Jesus wants for us. He wants us to desire him in a relationship with him mm-hmm. above anything else. And sometimes he puts things in our lives that get our attention back on him. Yes. Um, and sometimes what we go through, like Job, isn't about us at all. Um, it can be, you know, for those around us to see. Mm-hmm. You know, Job lost exactly. a lot of friends, you know. Exactly. But, um, like I said, you know, the, the lesson may not be for us. It could be exactly for, for somebody watching. watching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how we, and I, I say respond because I, I have a firm belief and I'll probably do a podcast on this sometime, but talking about the difference in reacting and responding oh, when we yes. react, it's always in the flesh, but yes. responding gives us time to consult the father. Yes. And, you know, and mm -hmm. that is something that prior to cancer, I reacted. Mm -hmm. Um, But since I respond, um, there's been a calmness Mm -hmm. in, in how I handle things now. If it, it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, going through cancer and really, really having those very quiet moments of just, you know, when you can't sleep and you're the only one up Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night and, you know, you can't just roam around the house because you don't want to wake anybody else up. You just sit Mm -hmm. and you're in quiet reflection. And I just I really opened myself up to be transformed to Mm -hmm. just accept what was going on in my life Mm -hmm. to let God do his works um, to use me as he needed, you know, to, to show my purpose. Yeah. And you know, when, when, and, and there's, you know, we can say, um, uh, and and it's very easy to put our purpose as glorifying God. And that mm-hmm. is our purpose here on earth, but it's how am I supposed to glorify God? Right. What, what you've given me gifts, you've given me um, people in my life, you know, that, um, you know, can help me in different ways. What is it you want me to do specifically? 
that will glorify you. And that's how this podcast was born, quite frankly, is the desire to tell everyone possible about how wonderful our Jesus is Mm -hmm. and make sure that I do everything in my power to tell people about him. To share the gospel. Absolutely. And with COVID and then with our self-quarantine because of Doug's chemo, it's like, what can I do? And God just said, you can do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I, that's why I record. I have guests. I do, um, you know, I, I produce some episodes and then I get them out as best I can. But God is going to take it to the people that he wants to hear it. And it might take years for Maybe. some people to, to get it. But um, it's not about us. You know, it's, we right. are the conduit. Um, we are not mm-hmm. the result maker. We are just, you know, the, the ones that are supposed to say, let me tell you about my Jesus mm-hmm. and let God and the Holy Spirit be responsible for the result. And so that's, that's great. I, you know, Michelle, you, we've been through a lot together. Yes. We've had so many laughs and yes. cried a lot of tears together. Yes. Um, and I, I know um, as, and I don't want to say an outsider because I, although, you know, I'm outside your family, we, we've been good friends for a while. So um, I'm not truly an out outsider. But. Right. And, you know, and that there's someone gave to me right after I was diagnosed um, a link and I still have it um, about knowing your circle, mm-hmm. especially when you're going through you know, in say in my case, cancer or in your case, mm-hmm. cancer, uh, you have your circle. So, you know, mm-hmm. I was the center and then my immediate circle was Pat and the boys and yeah. our boys and mm-hmm. uh, their wives. And mm-hmm. then outside of that would be parents and siblings. And then mm-hmm. outside of that was, you know, close friends and et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So there was a process of how information flowed and, Mm -hmm. you know, who Mm -hmm. had access and, uh, you know, and some of the people that were on that first ring in the circle of friends were actually right up there with Pat and the boys, Mm -hmm. you know, and well, and, you know, God gives you a, a new, um, awareness yes um sometimes of who you can trust who you can't and you know and although um we are supposed to there's you know and and i say this and and it sounds um trite or glib but i don't mean it that way you can love the sinner and hate the sin you know there's there's people in your life that you love but you don't approve of how they're living their life. And so they have to go in a, in a circle that maybe isn't as close as what you'd really like because you care about them. Correct. You know, and, and so God gives you that awareness of, yes. of um, who to share. And sometimes it's about them, how they view you too. And there's just so much, and you know, like you were talking about different crises. I mean, there's so many, you know, with, with COVID and people dealing with um, losing family members and not being able to be with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, during the night we 
received a text that my mother-in-law had been found um, uh, collapsed and they took her to the hospital and they think it was a sugar problem. You know, mm. she was real disoriented, but, and, you know, at first we were thinking, oh my goodness, could it have been a stroke? What, you know, what's going on, but praise God, it, it you know, appeared to not be anything um, real severe, but it, it just shows you um, your life can change in an instant. Yes, it can. And when Doug lost his job and, you know, in, in hindsight, that was God moving, Mm-hmm. Um, preparing getting us prepared absolutely yeah but we and that's the thing is for me accepting these changes as okay God's got something he's doing yes I don't know what but you know what I have to trust him mm-hmm. to know that he knows what's best for me and a hundred years from now this won't matter right but, but you know what will- who what will matter is mm-hmm. that we take the time to have an exchange, even if it's just an exchange of kindness mm-hmm. to the person standing behind us at the grocery store, because sometimes the only Christ people see is the Christ they see in me. Absolutely. And those can be seeds that are yes um, sown in their life. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And, and eventually, someday, somebody will say, would you like to know Jesus? Yes. And they go, you know, they think back on all the people that had a cross on or that they knew to be a Christian and saw that smile or that kindness. And they go, yeah, I do. Yeah. And so it is. It's, you know, where we are and, you know, where we spend eternity and where those we were able to touch Yes, and for you know, God's and, kingdom, and we mm-hmm. have to be open because we never know if that person standing in line at the grocery store was placed there to minister to us. Absolutely, we have to be open to accept that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so beautiful. I, that's one of my favorite things in life is to just encounter a complete stranger and have mm-hmm. such a connection that you mm-hmm. know that it was placed. It was placed there. It was supposed to happen. It was meant to happen. And, you know, and if things are really going great at the moment, somebody just happens to overhear it and they get Mm -hmm. that seed planted. Yeah. And then it gets nurtured and watered and cared for. Yeah. And it becomes becomes a chain reaction. Absolutely. Like the ripple in the water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, Michelle, I just so appreciate your time. It's a, very early this morning on a Saturday morning that you've been so gracious well, to I'm spend some time with me. Sitting here holding Wally after his surgery. You can probably hear him snoring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't, but I can imagine. <laughs> but um, but thank you for you sharing your story. And, um, and And I love you dearly. Oh, I love and, you too. Um, and I just appreciate um, how you... Um, share the gospel just with your attitude and your beautiful smile every day. Thank you. And we'll get together soon in color. Okay. Even if the crayons are breaking. You too. There you go. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Love you too. Okay. Bye-bye. It was so precious to hear Michelle's story and to see how she came from one side of cancer to the other with God 
not just at her side and not just holding her up, but carrying her through. What a great story of loving the Lord through the difficult times because you know He loves us through the most difficult times. My name is Lori and I am a disciple of Jesus Christ.